Today's episode of Beyond the Rut is sponsored by Capshow, which is the ultimate AI content marketer for entrepreneurs who podcast, vlog, or live stream like yours truly. Stay tuned throughout this episode to discover more ways you can use Capshow for your content. For now, let's get straight into the episode. Welcome to episode 137 of Beyond the Rut, the weekly podcast about inspiring and equipping you to make your own path and live the life you've always dreamed of, Beyond the Rut. I'm your host for the day, Jerry Dugan. Brandon is still on hiatus, but that's okay because one, he's coming back. Two, he's still with us. In fact, he's going to listen in on this episode. You'll probably see him chime in on social media here and there. Uh, He's just working on some things that are going to make his life even better in the next few months. And I'm not allowed to talk about a single one of those things with you. And that's just torture because I know what he has going on in his life and I can't share any of it. So when he comes back... I'm going to have him share it with you because that's how things roll here. In the meantime, we're going to be talking about something I implemented in my life about five weeks ago, and it's made a huge difference in my life. I don't see myself ever going back, and it's how I get the most out of my day before 8 a.m. In fact, even before 7 a.m., and it's done wonders for my life. Uh, I can't wait to share it with you. So uh, if you're in your office or you're at home, sit back, relax, and listen to the show. If you're driving, keep your head on a swivel and stay safe because I can't have you getting into a wreck while you're listening to the show. All right, so here we go now. All right, I didn't really go anywhere. Same same stupid trick I've been doing since episode 133. Uh, I was still here. Uh, and I'm glad you still stayed. And, and if you hung up, I guess I have no way of knowing. Uh, in any case, uh, we are talking about a book I applied to my life about five weeks ago. I read probably about, let's see, on on a typical year, 26 books a year, and on a good year, about 45 to 52 books a year. Uh, my aim is for one a week. Why? Because they say readers are leaders, and it, it just seems to help my perception of the world, give me a broader perspective of what's going on in life, and they're just, the books I choose are very encouraging and inspiring. It, it is actually rare that I take a book that I've read and apply elements out of it. So I read it, I'm like, oh, that was a nice read, and I toss it aside, or I take some notes and I reference them in, in a future training or presentation or something. Rarely, though, do I take an entire book and say, you know what, I'm going to live this now. And the book I'm going to talk about is one called The Miracle Morning. Uh, it's written by Hal Elrod. And in fact, the, the full title is The Miracle Morning, The Not-So-Obvious Secret Guaranteed to Transform Your Life Before 8 a.m. And the reason I'm going to share this book with you is because I uh, it has just made leaps and bounds differences for me uh, in just the past five weeks, and I'm I'm adding to it every week. the The simple concept is just simply getting up in the morning because what's the number one thing that's going to give you the edge over everybody else, whether it's at work, in life, uh, well, primarily at work because that's what most of us are thinking about. I'm in a rut at work. How do I how do I get ahead at work? What can I do? differently to create some margin, to find happiness, and so on. Now, speaking of happiness, the next episode, I'm going to be talking about another book that uh, it turns out I've been living it the whole time, and, and I'll I'll give you more information at the end of the episode about that book that's coming up that I'm going to share with you. Uh, not a book I wrote, but a book that I came across at work that just hit me like a ton of bricks and made me say, wow, that's the book this show's about. And thank you, Mr. Author, for writing the book for us, because now we can just promote that book and kind of claim it as our own before he sues us. Uh, in any 
case. <laughs> That's not why we're t- talking here together. Uh, what I'm talking about is this book, The Miracle Morning, uh, written by a man named Hal Elrod, and a little bit about his story. Uh, he was a salesman in his 20s, doing very well, uh, had just presented at a sales meeting for his company while he was driving home that night, got into a car wreck uh, where he died for six minutes, dead, nothing, no pulse, no breathing. Um, the rescuers on scene were able to revive him and the hospital where he was taken was able to uh, stabilize him. And he, from there, he healed from 11 broken bones. Uh, doctors thought he would never walk again, but he is walking, he is talking. And he just started to put his life together, became a good salesman again, uh, but just realized he wasn't really fulfilling his potential. His He wasn't reaching the, the apex of what he was capable of doing. So he started asking around, what is it that separates him from those salespeople who seem to have it all? They have the wealth, they have the high sales, they have the family life, they, they have just this richness about them that he couldn't quite put his finger on, but he knew they had it and he didn't. And he just, he determined that the thing that separated him from those that he was admiring and looking at was the amount of time they invested in personal development. Uh, And personal development also meant professional development. He looked at his own schedule and he realized he didn't have the time to invest during the workday. He didn't have the energy at the end of the workday. So where's he going to find the time to actually develop himself, center himself every day, uh, get that workout so he stays fit. And the only answer was in the morning. And so he he determined what was his normal wake-up time because if you're like anybody else, you probably get up with just enough time to get out of bed, get ready for work, and then go to work. And you probably dread getting up in the morning. You wish you could hit the snooze, bo- snooze button one more time. Just just one more. Just, just one more. Uh, you know, maybe you kind of drag your feet getting ready because it's just like, oh man, is this all there is? I get up, I get dressed, brush my teeth. Maybe I'm lucky I get some breakfast on the way out the door and I have to go through traffic before I get to work. Then you go to work and maybe that's where many of you sneak off to the cafeteria at your workplace and and pick up a breakfast. So even though you're there at eight o'clock, you're really not getting to your desk until like 8.45 or nine because you had to go get breakfast, right? And so that's an hour of productivity that your boss wishes you were probably actually applying, but you, you're still jump-starting your day. Maybe when you get home, you're thinking, well, I'll just work out when I get home, but then you're just you're tired, you're burned out because you just drove 30 minutes to an hour getting home. Now, if that sounds like you, don't worry, you're not alone. There's a lot of us in the United States who go through this experience, and I was one of them. And now, I didn't really dread going to work. I just dreaded the whole process of having to get up, put on my best face, uh, my best self, put my best foot forward. And that took some effort. Now I would wake up at seven in the morning and have to be out the door by seven thirty, ready to rock and roll. And then by the time I arrived at work, I mean, I had to basically be able to hit the ground running and that was, you know, it was wearing me out, you know? And so when I, when you look back, when you listen back to episode 133 and episode 134, those are very important episodes in what I was going through, you know, feeling too busy to really do the things in life I I felt I needed to do, and also not really giving myself the rest I needed to recharge my batteries, uh, recharge my mind, renew my mind, and get back out there. Then comes this book. And this book, The Miracle Morning, uh, was essentially what I wanted to do in my own life. And that is, those things that I was missing out on, what if I did them in the morning, first thing, before I left for work, before I gave my time to somebody else, what if I took some of that time for myself on a spiritual level? 
to connect with uh, the God I worship? Uh, what if I took some more of that time and invested in myself? And I drew this idea straight from my own finances. You know, if I give the first portion to God and then I give the next portion to myself and my family and then I spend the rest however I decide, then why can't I do that with my own time? I've heard actually pastors say that they tithe their time to God. They tithe their time to themselves. And I didn't really apply that and didn't have a formula for that until I read this book, The Miracle Morning. It's changed my life, guys. And I, I can't really say say this is going to do wonders for you as well. The the trick is, you know, one, you got to read the book and see what he's talking about. Two, you've got to decide uh, if you're going to do that. And before you can even decide you're going to do the miracle morning, you've got to believe it. Because if you don't believe this is going to work for you, then guess what? You're right. It's not going to work for you. But if you believe it will work for you, guess what? It's also going to work for you. So this completely starts with mindset. And that's where I was with this. I saw the book. It kept popping up on my Amazon recommended reading. And I finally said, all right, you know, uh, Jeff, I figure, and if you don't know Jeff Bezos, that's who I'm referring to. And I don't personally know Jeff. I just feel like he's personally talking to me when the algorithms on Amazon.com are telling me, hey, you might be interested in this book. And, you know, big data kind of gets scary, but at the same time, you get recommended some books that you actually do want to read, like this one I'm talking about. So I figured, what the heck? I got an Amazon Prime membership. This book is free right now. If I download it through my Prime membership, why not? I'm getting my money's worth. It's kind of like me at a buffet. That's where I win my money back. And so when it comes to books, if you're going to throw a book at me for free that, well, essentially, I guess I paid for with my membership, then yeah, I'm going to get my money back by downloading that book. So that's what I did. I read the book uh, in a record time for me. I'm a slow reader. And I read that sucker in, I think, two days. It's a short book. It's 150 pages. And I didn't put that sucker down. I, I just read it voraciously. I took notes and I began to apply it. And so I'm going to give you a quick rundown of what that entails, how I've applied the book. I'm going to do this in a way that doesn't totally give away the copyright on this because I don't want to get sued. I want you to be able to go out, buy the book, support Hal and uh, what he's doing in life. And, you know, if you read the reviews, keep them in context because I took a moment before recording this episode to read the reviews on this book. And you see either five stars where people have read the book believed in it, applied it, and have seen change in their lives. And then you have some low ratings on that book from people who just think they're smarter than Hal. And they say nothing about whether or not they applied it, tried it. They just, they critique his writing style. They critique his originality. And here's the thing. Th- these are principles to success. And principles aren't exactly new things. They've been things that have been true for thousands of years in humanity. And he's just packaged it in a modern way. So keep that in mind. If you're going to read the the reviews on this book, The Miracle Morning, uh, think about who's writing it, why they're writing it, where they're writing from. So so add some critical uh, media literacy to that when you read those reviews. And really, it's not about whether or not Hal Elrod is a great author. It's about whether or not you're going to try this out for yourself, believe it's going to work, and actually see results. So the, the routine itself, you know, my hardest thing at five in the morning. So that's the thing. I normally wake up at seven and I decided I'm going to wake up at five. I'm going to give myself one hour for the routine that's outlined in the book. And I'm going to give myself another hour to apply any way I determine. So any project I'm working on, whether it is writing a book, whether it's planning for this show uh, with Brandon, uh, whether it is just a special physical fitness training regimen, because I believe Brandon and I are going to compete in the Thunder Dash again for the third year in a row. And I'll be honest, I haven't run since the new year. So I, I might need to apply that second hour to that. So we're talking about two hours before I normally wake up. Some of you probably already dropped dead right now out of fear. Uh, just pick yourself back up. It's okay. 
you don't have to start off at two hours. You can, you can just dial it back an hour, but we're not even talking about that yet. Bedtime, it turns out, is the most important part of this process. I, I'm not even prescribing a specific time you need to go to bed, just what to do when you're about to go to bed. The first thing you need to do is 20 to 30 minutes before bedtime, when you plan to go to sleep, you need to just unplug from electronics, get out of social media, get turn off the television, Turn maybe you have the radio on, but have it on some like smooth music, some, uh, some classical or, um, something instrumental and light and soothing, uh, but nothing with lots of lyrics, um, nothing that's going to make you want to throw a chair through a window, that kind of thing. Uh, something soothing. Now, if that kind of music is soothing to you, like you just find comfort in throwing a chair through the window, then suit yourself. It's just going to cost you a lot more to replace windows, especially if they're not your own windows out here. Now, Stay with us. We'll be right back. And now let's talk about how you can use Capshow to repurpose and market your content. If you have a business like me, you can upload your cornerstone long-form content, like podcast episodes or YouTube videos, into Capshow, and it will create all your content marketing assets for you. And here's the coolest part. Capshow is more than just a robotic AI tool. It's a powerful blend of artificial and human intelligence designed by marketers to help you organically reach more of the right people on more platforms. Go to beyondtherut.com slash capshow, that's C-A-P-S-H-O, and start your 14-day trial and see for yourself. Now, back to the show. So you've unplugged, and as you approach the bed... There's a couple of things you want to do. Number one, set your alarm clock. So if you're going to dial it back an hour than you usually do, set it for that. If you're going to dial it back two hours, do it for that. Then place your alarm clock on the other side of the room. Here's why. If you have that alarm clock at the side of your bed, what are you going to instinctively out of muscle memory do? You're going to remember where that phone is or that alarm clock is. You're just going to reach over. You're going to hit that one button that'll snooze for nine more minutes or 15 or whatever you got it set up for. Now, if you got that sucker on the other side of the room, either A, you're going to get alarm fatigue and just forget about it. And so if that's the case, if you're that person, you're going to have to change your alarm sound every couple of weeks so you don't get that alarm fatigue. But in a nutshell, you got to get up And you got to get mad as you walk across that room to turn off the alarm clock. But really, you're not going to be mad because the next thing you do after you've set your alarm at night and put it on the other side of the room is you go to bed telling yourself how excited you are about waking up the next day. Think about that. You know, a lot of us wake up just kind of begrudgingly like, oh, gosh, I got to get up. Yet we still get up. You know, if we really hate life that much, why are we still getting up? So why not get up? with the excitement that you have another day, that God has given you another day, a brand new day to make something of it. So when you go to bed, tell yourself that I am looking forward to getting up at five in the morning to read God's word or to read this book that I really am interested in, to spend some time in meditation and think about how things are going in my life, to think of the possibilities, to visualize what is going to happen in the future, the near future that I'm going to create. Go to bed thinking about the possibilities. Go to bed thinking positively. Maybe you had a rough day. Acknowledge it. Accept it. Say, hey, you know what? Today was a rough day and I look forward to tomorrow where it'll be a brand new day and I'm going to get up with energy and excitement and I'm going to start over from scratch or I'm going to start over and make things right. But right now, I'm saying goodbye today and I'm welcoming tomorrow. 
The reason you do that is because when you wake up in the morning, oddly enough, your brain is going to boot up with the last file you put into that head of yours, that computer brain of yours. And if that last thought was a positive one, free of worry, free of opportunity and excitement and vision for a positive day, you're going to wake up just like that. It's weird, but I'm telling you for the last five weeks, that's exactly what I've done. I even went to bed one time, not giving myself those affirmations going to bed, and I woke up begrudgingly the old way. And I was like, oh, wow, there was a difference. And then I went right back to giving myself positive affirmation. Yeah, you know what? I'm tired. It was a great day because I am tired and I look forward to waking up tomorrow and doing it all over again. And I'm going to start off with the same routine that's going to center me. And that's how I've been going to bed. So I set my alarm. Now, my wife doesn't allow me to put the alarm clock on the other side of the room because it'll wake her up too. But this is what I've been doing that she is not aware of. I, I have a six foot long charging cable for my phone, which I use as my, as my alarm clock. So when I set my alarm and I roll over to put it on the side of the bed, like she thinks I do, I actually take my phone, put it on the floor, and I slide that sucker in a random direction that is about six feet away from the outlet. So no matter what, I've got to get up. I've got to find that phone quickly and I got to turn it off before my wife wakes up. That is a challenge because my wife is a light sleeper, guys. So do I wake up in a frenzy excited? Yes, I do. Do I have a sense of urgency in the morning? Oh, you betcha. (laughs) Now, some of the mornings I've actually failed. Liv woke up and uh, I had to actually spend the morning kind of... uh, coaxing her back to sleep and apologizing to her and making up to her, uh, making it up to her the rest of the day. So uh, do talk this over with your wife or your your husband, your your spouse, your partner, whatever. Uh, Let them know you're planning to do this and that this is what it's going to require. Uh, Either A, they're going to be supportive or B, you're going to be like me. You're going to have to find a way to still stay motivated, get out of bed and keep that partner asleep. So best of luck. I don't know how you're going to pull that off, but uh, find a way. If you want to do it, you can find a way. Okay. So that's how you go to bed. Now there's a five minute routine. Now for me, it's 10 because I added a step, but between five and 10 minutes, there are some certain steps. If you do this every day, it's going to, it's going to wake you up. The first one's obvious. Your alarm clock goes up, goes off. It's on the other side of the room or it's six feet away from you or 10 feet away from you. You got to hop out of bed. No snoozing. You just hop out of bed. You turn off the alarm. You're like Cortez burning the ships behind you. You have nowhere else to go, but get ready for the day. That's step one. Now, step two is you go to the bathroom. Now, you might have to avoid and all that stuff, but um, brush your teeth. Now, if you go to the bathroom first, wash your hands because otherwise that's disgusting because you're going to put those hands up around your mouth and that's just, that's just gross. So go to the bathroom, wash your hands, brush your teeth, splash some water in your face, uh, and then you're going to be happy that you washed your hands after going to the bathroom too, right? All right. Now, after you brush your teeth, go to wherever you have a bottle of water, drink a bottle of water, maybe eight ounces, maybe 16 ounces. It's up to you. There's no set science behind it. Just you want to rehydrate your body because you've been breathing all night respiration. That's dehydrating you. And you want to throw some water back into your system so that within 10, 15 minutes, maybe 20 minutes, some of that water seeped back into your body, into your mind. You're, you're starting to feel some energy. Okay. Uh, now, the other thing that I do is I throw on workout clothes. Now, I've been cheating. I actually go to bed with my workout clothes on. They're clean. They're not like dirty, sweaty, or nasty. Uh, and you're probably thinking, but Jerry, I don't want to work out. That's not my thing. You know what? Here's a confession. These past five weeks, I haven't worked out either, but I still throw on workout clothes. Why? So I'm not walking around the house naked 
or in my pajamas. I'm actually in a different set of clothing. It's part of the waking up process. And then let's see, I think that makes me ready. Yeah. So I'm out of bed, alarms off. I brush my teeth, splash water on my face. I go and I drink some water and I throw on some workout clothes. Um, and it, it's roughly in that order. Uh, now, the thing I've added that is different is I shave. So uh, there is no, oh, I don't have time to shave today because it was one of the first things I did in the morning. And it dawned on me as I was doing that in the first week, that was very reminiscent of when I was in the U.S. Army, that, that I had that structure to um, wake up in the morning and first thing, shave and brush my teeth and then get dressed in my workout clothes. And then I'd go and meet my unit and do physical fitness training. I thought, wow. Um, it's, it's just like the army, except now I'm doing these other steps in my morning routine. So in the next five minutes, uh, I'm going to share with you the, the savers step or the life savers step that Hal, Hal Elrod talks about in his book. I'm not, gonna, I'm not going to go into too much depth because I really do want to give him credit and I want you to go out and buy his book. Um, in fact, if you want to buy the book, uh, you can just type in your URL, uh, beyondtheret.com slash miracle morning. And that'll link straight to his book on Amazon and you can buy it. And of course, you know, you could just get on Amazon and buy it yourself. But if you're on our show or on our show notes, or you just want us to get a little piece of, you know, uh, what do they call that? Like referral fee for doing this, then by all means, beyondtheret.com slash miracle morning. And that'll take you straight to that book on Amazon. So the lifesaver steps. Now I just talked about going to bed, waking up so that you're ready to go. Now the one hour routine and it follows the acronym SAVERS, S-A-V-E-R-S. And the first step is silence. Uh, now for me, that silence is spent in prayer because that's what I wanted to do with my time. Now, if you're not Christian or you, you, you are Christian, but you think that's not when you want to pray, that's okay. <laughs> it's, it's meant to be time spent in silence where you're just breathing in and out nice and slowly. Some people call this meditation. Uh, I just happen to put, you know, dear heavenly father in there and, and, and have a little conversation. So that might be weird for you. That might not be weird for you either way, you know, to each his own, right. To each his own or her own. Uh, and it's so silence. Um, now you could do this in blocks of there's six steps. You could do 10 minutes each step, or, uh, I start off with like five minutes in silence and then, uh, five minutes in the next two steps. So a, is for affirmations. We did an episode way back at the beginning of the show about affirmations. And one of the biggest fears we had was that it was going to be that, like that, that smiley guy from uh, Saturday night live, you know, like I'm, I'm smart, I'm handsome and gosh, darn it. People like me. That's not what we're talking about. Affirmations are just things that you say about yourself that are true and positive and you actually believe them. And so some of the things that I say in my morning affirmations, I've got sentences and paragraphs written out for each one. So if I want to spend a full five minutes reading my affirmations, I could, I have something scripted for me that I could read. Uh, and the thing is, when I read them, I'm actually internalizing what I'm saying, believing what I'm saying. Now, if I'm in a rush for some reason, maybe I've got to go to a presentation or I got to catch a plane in the morning. Uh, I can truncate the affirmations portion, but I don't skip it. And I'll tell you just the basics of my affirmations. Um, I follow the model that we talk about on Beyond the Rut, the five F's, our faith, family, finances, fitness, and furthering our careers or furthering our growth, however you want to look at it. Uh, and so the first F, uh, the affirmation is around my faith. And so I just, I simply say, I am a child of God. And I take a moment to reflect on what that means. And then when it comes to family, I'm a husband who cherishes his wife. I'm a father who is engaged with his children. Then with my finances, 
I just simply state that I earn a certain amount of money. There's no limit to how much I can earn and eliminating my debt and creating cash flow that allow us to save and give generously is where this family is going. That's it on finances. Fitness. Now, kind of lying to myself, but still saying the truth. And that is, there is no excuse. Um, or no, I don't say it that way. I say it in a positive way. So uh, it's possible for me to have a morning routine uh, for fitness. And I feel great about the accomplishment and the uh, the energy I have after a good workout. And then when it comes to furthering my career, I just simply state that I'm a manager who is fair, honest, and consistent. I'm organized. And that's why people look to me. I'm trustworthy. Uh, when it comes to Beyond the Rut, I say this is a platform that people can trust to be inspired and equipped to make their own path in life and live the life they've always dreamed of beyond the rut. And then as a professional speaker that uh, I keep this uh, platform not about myself, but about helping others be inspired and equipped to make a better life for themselves, to live the life they've always dreamed of, to not squander their opportunities. So those are the affirmations I tell myself. It takes about five minutes. Uh, So then there's the next step, V, visualization. Some people according to the book, create vision boards. So they do cutouts from magazines or printouts uh, off the internet, and they just paste this on a poster and they look at it and they visualize their life at a future state they desire. For me, I'm more textual. um, And so in my journal, I've got my visualizations written out. And again, I just... Me personally, I follow the five F's. So what do I visualize for my faith, my spiritual life? What do I visualize for my family? What do I visualize financially? And not so much a monetary amount. What do I visualize myself being able to do because of financial freedom? And so that is specifically eliminating debt, building wealth with the purpose of being able to give away generously uh, to my own family, but also to the cause of um, of the church, of, of making the world a better place. And, uh, you know, that could always change over the years, but it'll always have that heart behind it. What'll make the world a better place? That's where this money is going. Uh, let's see. So that's S, A, and V. E is for exercise. I haven't implemented that one yet, but I will in the next few weeks because it turns out a buddy of mine at work, Tobias, and I made ourselves accountability partners. And for the next 30 to 45 days, uh, actually, I think it's further than that. But anyway, we're we're going to implement a workout routine in our daily lives. Uh, so that's going to go in there. Now, Hal Elrod says that he puts his E at the end of this, the, the routine. Uh, it just fits in there perfectly to make the word savers. So that's why it's where it is. So it's anywhere from 10 minutes or more of working out. So there's that. Uh, R stands for reading. So for me, it's reading my Bible. I made a commitment years ago to read the Bible in a year. That was seven years ago. I am pleased to say that because of this morning routine, I am just three days away from finishing my one year Bible reading plan. Whew. Seven years later. <laughs> now that's great news. The, the downside is I need to find something to do in that meantime, in that time. It's about 15 minutes of reading the Bible, reflecting on it, learning from it. I'm either A, going to restart that reading plan or I, I've got the Bible app. I might just find a bunch of different devotional tracks and buddy up with different people and uh, do Bible studies online with other people that I know. So that I, I don't know, but I've got two more days to figure this out. So that's R. And then S stands for scribing, uh, which also is another fancy way of saying journaling. So um, for me, I just jot down the scriptures I read that morning, and then I do a gratitude journal. So for the last five weeks, I've been doing a gratitude journal, and I just simply write down three things I'm grateful for. 
There's no griping. Um, now, if you read a couple of my journal entries, you'll see that I'm grateful for something because of a negative situation. I found the silver lining in it. And that ties into a book I'm going to share with you on the next episode called The Happiness Advantage. And that's a great, powerful book. Uh, in fact, I think at work, we're going to use it in our mentorship program, which is how I got introduced to that. So there you have it. S-A-V-E-R-S. That takes roughly an hour to an hour and a half. And then, of course, I built in a two-hour window, and that allows me to either A, extend the exercise time, which I think ultimately is part of what I'll do with that extra hour. And the other thing that I'll do with that extra hour is, you know, Brandon and I have talked about writing a book forever. And it's been three years later, we've maybe written the introduction for the book, and we've promised people we'd have a book. So I think I just created an extra 30 to 45 minutes every day to write a book. Um, Man, well, how about that? Heh. So that project I've always wanted to work on, I've got the time for. And that can happen for you too. So that's what I've been doing. Um, The miracle morning routine, how I go to bed, what I do as soon as I wake up in the morning, and then the next 60 to 90 minutes, what I'm doing with that time. And the benefit for me has been I, I go to work refreshed and recharged every single day. And I learned, I've been working some long days because of my new job. Uh, I don't think I've gotten out of work sooner than six o'clock at night, uh, or at least I've been getting out by six o'clock. And normally I would get out by four thirty, maybe five. But then since the promotion, I'm getting in at seven in the morning and leaving at six in the evening. Uh, but with this routine, you wouldn't know, you would not know that I've been working longer hours because of the attitude I've been bringing uh, wherever I go and the gratitude I've been bringing. Some people actually accused me of being too happy. And I don't know how that's possible, but that's the accusation floating around. Jerry, you're, you're being a little bit too positive, too uh, grateful for things. And I'm thinking, why not? Why can't I be grateful for the world around me? And, and the same for you. Why can't you be happy? Why can't you be grateful for the things around you? Hopefully this episode helped you. You got some good practical steps out of it. Uh, again, go get that book, uh, beyondtherut.com slash miracle morning. It's written by Hal Elrod. Uh, he wrote this long before Beyond the Rut was a thing, and thousands upon thousands of people have applied this to their lives. And if you look at the reviews, you'll see the people who gave five stars are the ones who've actually read it and tried it, and the people who've given it like two stars or one star. Uh Pretty much all of them are critiquing his writing or the originality of the work, not the actual concepts themselves, because they quite frankly haven't tested the concepts themselves. So read it with a grain of salt, choose to believe in it, choose to try it out and let us know how you did with that. And with that said, that's going to wrap up our show. This turned out to be a 31 minute plus episode. I did not know that was going to happen. It might be a little shorter when I truncate out all the silence and the pauses, but for the most part, that was a lot more than I expected to say. Hopefully it was a lot of value for you because otherwise I just wasted 30 plus minutes of your life, but I don't think I did. I think I actually gave you something that you probably weren't aware of, and this has helped you uh, find that time to do the things that are most important for you. Uh, So if that's the case, let us know. Uh, Send us an email, info at beyondtherut.com. If you like this episode and you think other people would benefit from it, share this with them. Just forward them the link, beyondtherut.com slash 137. Uh, Or if you're listening to this on Apple Podcasts, forward them the link to Apple Podcasts, especially if they're another Apple user. If you're listening to this on Stitcher and you know other Android users, send them the Stitcher link. Uh, Or if if you're just confused by all that, just beyondtherut.com slash 137. That's this episode's number. That'll take them to our 
post on the blo- on the website itself, and they can find all the links that they want from there. Uh, and that's all I've got for this week. Uh, next week, I am talking about the happiness advantage because when I read that book by Sean Acor, it blew my mind because everything Sean Acor has been talking about is everything that Beyond the Rut is about about having a positive mindset, about believing you can go and achieve the things that you want to do, and how really for you to achieve these things is not about any system. It's about you believing in yourself and having the right mindset to go achieve the things you want to go achieve. Um, So again, it's been great spending time with you. Uh, Go check out The Miracle Morning Routine, the book. Try it out yourself. Let us know how it's been going for you. For me, this is uh, the end of week number five uh, and some change. So I think 38 days to get all together, almost six weeks. And I naturally get up at 5 a.m. And I am just productive right off the bat. And I've got energy, energy, energy. Uh, Now, that's all I've got. I've said that before. I've said it again. Uh, So until next time, next week, next episode, uh, go live life beyond the rut. Take care. You know, the best thing I love about Cap Show is that they have one of the best communities ever. As a Cap Showian myself, I always get invited to masterminds with industry leaders to get the insights and marketing strategies that take my business to the next level. Plus, they love surprising and delighting us. Go to beyondtherut.com slash Cap Show, that's C-A-P-S-H-O, and start your 14-day free trial with the Cap Show team today and join me inside that community.